Hey everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Joe McAdam was recorded on Wednesday, June 28th, 2023. I like Joe very much. That's evident in this show and every time Joe's been on the show, which is at this point a hundred times. I don't know. We're doing the live show, finally doing the live show again in July in Washington, D.C. and in Chicago, Illinois. Go to you, me, them, everybody.com for where we're doing it there. We're doing it at the Kennedy Center in August and then more shows in September and October. We have a Patreon, blah, 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 blah. You, me, them, everybody.com. Here's Joe. I'm, uh, I'm feeling like maybe I'm a bad parent because I'm outside walking. We have all of a sudden we have an air quality warning. Oh, yeah, I, I hear there's, uh, there's nasty air going around. Yeah. There is. I've heard. You know how it is. How's it feel? Pretty bad? No, because it was really bad a few weeks ago, so this doesn't seem that bad, but that's maybe not the right way to think of it. Well, it might be helpful uh, going forward, just in, in terms of, you know, long-term future stuff. It's going to get worse. It'll go up and down, but reset your baseline for, you know, what you're okay with breathing, I guess. Yeah, but about... My lungs are done. I'm I'm good. I'm forty. I'm, I don't care. Uh, but the lungs. Are When's the last time you had a cigarette? Ooh, not a long time. I don't know. December. Would you just have like one, or did you just house a whole pack of them? I think I had two. It was before a show, so like two maybe. I never have more than like two or three. Okay, that's a, that's um, amazing self control. I couldn't do it. I only want to have cigarettes when I'm at very specific bars, and I'm at those bars. Do you ever want to have a cigarette because you see a movie from the 70s? No. I do want to have a cigarette every time I have a fire, like a fire pit. Okay. That's also incredibly rare. Oh, and if I'm smoking meat. That's already, you got, yeah. Okay, so you're, you like the... Yeah, just when when you're reminded of fire, it's like having to pee when you hear a, a water uh, faucet or something. Yeah, it's like that. In the middle of the night, <laughs> I have to pee, and then I have a cigarette. Yes. It's very, it's very rarely, I don't remember the last time I had one that wasn't related to doing the talk show or having a fire pit or a, like, a consistent fire near me. I do not remember. Okay. I, there. Uh, do you any regrets about um, you know not smoking? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> no, I, I don't. My kid still hasn't seen me do it, and I don't want to start that. Mm-hmm. That's good, but I also I'm rationalizing a bad thing. I know that. Still want to yeah, do course. it like ten to twenty times a year, and I don't. Okay, that's not crazy though. That's not that bad. No, I can't remember the last time I had one indoor. Mm. I remember my well, were... last indoor cigarette. Where was it? It was at a bar in Pittsburgh, and they were like the last place on planet Earth that allowed. Um, smoking indoors, Pittsburgh, at least as far as I, I saw. Oh. Everything else had been, you know, at that point, I don't know, this is, this is ages ago, but, um, 
But everybody else had been like, you can't smoke indoors. That's disgusting. And then Pittsburgh's like, yeah. fuck it, let's do it. And so I was like, <laughs> I, got, I smoked on stage. It was it was very fun. Oh, that's fun. Okay. If yeah. you weren't on stage, would you have done it? Probably not. I thought it was just like a, I, it was a, you know, a, a, a fun little throwback moment, a nostalgic, um, you know. I guess cosplaying as uh, Bill Hicks or something, you know. Did you ever perform in Chicago when it was still legal to have cigarettes on stage? I don't remember. I think it was like they, they probably right around that time, they just stopped doing it. I was working the New Year's Eve where it became legal. What year was that? Do you remember? I want to say 07 into 08, but it might have been 06 into 07. Yeah, I moved that. I moved 07 to 08. So it was, I, I forget. Okay. I honestly don't remember. But it was so around there, I yeah. I, that was maybe the smokiest bar night of my life. Yes, I remember exactly where I was. Where um, I was in, I was back home in Kansas City visiting, you know, family and friends and stuff. The New Year's that they uh, stopped doing it. I was mm-hmm, at a mm-hmm. bar called Tanner's, and everyone was just chain smoking as hard as possible. Yeah. yeah. So it was fun. It was a it was a fun night. Um, you know, it's it's uh, the end of an era. And um, speaking of the, you know, I never the film thing never did it for you, but definitely when I would play shows, I would be that asshole guitar player with like this cigarette hanging out of my mouth. Hell yeah! Not did you ever uh, put the put the cigarette in in the uh, on the headstock oh, like, yeah. between the the yeah that's the that's the sickest look. <laughs> I think I did that once, and I was like, "This is a, I'm not doing this." Uh, it, it, it takes a it takes a very certain kind of person to pull that off. Am I soloing all of a sudden? Like, what the fuck is this? I know. I think you can only you can only do it if you're if you're like ripping one. I think you have to be like shredding a uh, like a sick blues solo, and then you can then exactly. you can kind of pull the it thing off. Is, yeah. Like, if Slash isn't doing it, and he's just still smoking. If Cobain is still smoking. And those are good guys to look up to. And David yeah. Bowie singing and not dying of lung cancer. Why wouldn't I want to do that? I think I just just there's something about uh, cigarettes. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that they are um, cool. But <laughs> <laughs> I, every once in a while, I get a little tempted. But it's been like eight years since I've had one. Yeah. I don't know if mine is actually because I enjoy it or. So tied to doing one specific thing. I miss it because of um, the socialization that comes with it. I liked having time to go out and talk to people who also had um, life-destroying habits, and uh, it's it's relatable. It's it's you meet you meet interesting people, and you can leave any room whenever you want without um, a good reason other than I gotta go smoke by. It's great. Maybe that's why I still do the talk show because I want that excuse to not have to talk to certain people, but I also want to talk to certain in- interesting people. But I make it completely on my terms. I uh, listen. I, I very much understand that impulse. I don't want to. I you know sometimes you get a, a like a um, a curveball person you're not anticipating running into, and maybe mm-hmm. they are fun or interesting, or you make a new friend or something. But what are the odds? It's so low. Yeah. There are most Honestly, people I don't I don't want to talk to them. One of my most favorite memories 
of all of this is like kind of harassing you and your friend group when I barely knew you instead of cold like a Wednesday night open mic. You were harassing me? Well, I I view it like that because you had like 10 friends there and I had like one. And I felt like I was eavesdropping on you guys. And I'm like, you guys are the funniest people in the world. This is the circle I want to be a part of. Oh, and like nice harassing. I thought it was. I thought you were like implying it was a mean harassment. <laughs> it was a pure, the long-term pyramid scheme. No, no, no. It was very much of like, I want to be your friend. I will push you now. I well, yeah. No, that's that's a good that's a good kind of harassment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it worked out. I, I just I loved that Mike and those people so much. It may, I think those are the, like my favorite shows other than like when I was like 16 or 17 going to um, IO for their like free midnight all ages thing. Remember those? Oh yeah. 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 When I was like way too young to know any better and you couldn't go anywhere else. It was the, it was the funniest thing. And actually like looking back on who was actually performing, it's like, Oh, those are like the funniest people in the world. Anyways, you guys, that's another reason why I like smoking so much. Yeah, because I associate it with stuff like that. Oh my God, no! I the, the the friends that I've made through smoking cigarettes. I mean, you couldn't. I, I couldn't count them all. You know what? I think I'm sure a lot of them are gone now. I don't know who. Like, I've forgotten who a lot of them are. <laughs> Such a good time. Let's redo it. You should. You should write now. a. You should write a book about um, smoking cigarettes. The pros of the pros. Yeah, no, I, no I, I think that there's nobody. Nobody has a. I, at least I've not seen a book about like, hey, listen, counterpoint to you know no smoking. What about all the friends you meet? The the, the nice sure. people, the memories, and the you know, it's good. Do you remember? Oh, this is a horrible. I don't know why we're still doing this. Do you remember that weird law that was like kind of near Delilah's on Lincoln Avenue? Some guy lives there. And occasionally have comedy shows? Yes. Um, his name was Jack something. Sure. I only went once, and it was – it felt like it was out of a movie or TV show. Yeah, no, it, it looked like it was um, like where the Ninja Turtle bad guys hang out or something. You yeah. know what I mean? It was like people like sitting – like hanging over, legs dangling off of balcony rafters, and there was a bar inside, and everything was – Yeah. Like stickers and graffiti and shit everywhere and yeah yeah it was the coolest room of all time. Did you do stand up there ever? Did you like? I did. I ate. I ate it so hard. Oh yeah, I was. I was very not good. You had to. You had to come um, mean. You had to go really mean. I did. That was like. Um, that was like the room. I essentially yeah. like roasted everyone there. I like. It was bad. I didn't roast people. It was just a bad set. It was maybe the worst I've ever performed, not including music. <laughs> I've done, I don't know, I've literally done a thousand shows. That was the worst one I've ever done. Yeah. That's, that's, it's good to know what your worst one is, though. Yeah. You just, there's no excuse. It's like, oh, I was too blank. Nope, that's not it. I just wasn't funny in any way whatsoever. I'm not going to workshop this. I'm just going to go for it. It didn't. I shouldn't have gone for it. I, I remember I, I I don't really remember much about it, but I remember being there and I remember going up and I remember like being mean and doing like you know like roast material kind of for the room and just yeah. kind of like riffing most of it out and like the kind of thing where you're like okay before I go up I'm like 
writing down little notes and stuff. Yeah, I did Because I, I, I know what the tone of the room is. So I'm like, all right, they like this, they like that, you know, that kind of thing. And then I, I remember it going pretty well, but I think that's because I have the kind of demeanor of like, um, non-threatening goofy guy. And so then yeah, when it comes out, that. like, yeah, it comes out a little different. And it's like, oh, that was unexpected instead of it being like, you know, somebody just being mean or something. Yeah, I was just a dick. <laughs> I uh, that that I, I don't ever want to go back to that room or anything, but I I have a fond I guess um, memory, even if it's not. It's like it's okay. I'm glad it happened rather than it didn't. I guess, even though it's not a great memory. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to relive it. I definitely want to know the logistics behind all of it. Like, how did he acquire that? Was did he own that? If he did own that, did he own that? Did his parents own that? How? None of this was legal. Like I guess this, not. I think he was. You, was he, was it free alcohol or was he selling? Was what? Was it what? Was it free alcohol or was he selling it? I honestly don't remember. Um, I, I think remember it was a place like a, where I brought bar. my own. There yeah, was same. a bar, yeah. So it's like, okay, was it a functional bar? And if we're all bringing our, like, there's, this was illegal in like 30 different ways. Oh, it was also a massive fire hazard. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, and I'm surprised everything didn't burn down. But I never, I, I went once and I'll unfortunately never forget it. And I don't know even how to begin asking how did this happen. And hey, you'll always remember it as the worst time you ever performed, your worst set for your entire life. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It was one of those performances that's so bad where like the room sort of zooms out and it seems bigger and smaller at the same time. You know what I mean? Oh, I, yeah. 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 It's, it's rough. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a bad <laughs> feeling. It, it feels like shit. Well. Yeah. I did learn something though. So like, there was an actual takeaway from that. So that's good. What's your takeaway? Uh, just because you have something written down doesn't mean you have to do it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's absolutely can... true, and and a good lesson. Yeah. Don't do that thing that you've been doing for a few minutes, knowing that it's not going to work for the next few minutes. Yeah, you don't. Uh, yeah, a, a, a uh, quit while you're behind kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a valuable stuff. lesson. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's a valuable lesson. Um, and uh, I, I, it seems uh, in in you know, it seems obvious to me now. But like, man, a lot of um, comedians should learn that one. Oh yeah. That's quit digging in. Almost Just all. Bail. All, all of my favorites. <laughs> oh well. I think that if if I um if I can, you know, uh, leave with a message here uh today, it's that I want all comedians to quit doing stand up comedy. Yeah, that's probably a good one. We need maybe ten total. <laughs> Are you happy right now? Am I happy? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. That's good. You're mostly yeah, are you? because there's a there's a strike. Yeah, I'd say like seven out of ten. That's pretty good. I think it's really good. 
Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I feel, you know, um, uh, with the strike, there is an aimlessness that comes with it, but, um, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? Choose a new profession? <laughs> it's, it's far too late. Oh no, am I not following my own advice about I don't have to do the thing just because I have it written down? I wrote down, uh, writer and now I have to do it. What is? <laughs> hey, you were just in Vegas. Were people smoking on the street or is it like illegal in those like sort of enclosed areas? No, you can, you can smoke pretty much anywhere. I think the most of the places, uh, casinos, hotels, whatever, it was just like the rooms or certain floors you couldn't smoke on, but basically everywhere else you can smoke. So when you were at that like Marcy Playground concert, were people smoking? Um, honestly, I don't remember. It was, it was outdoors. I I think yeah. so. Yeah. I just I I can't remember the last time there was like enough smoke where there'd be a cloud that wasn't weed. Yeah, I mean, I think I I think we've just dwindled the numbers down of cigarette smokers to the point where I don't really notice that much anymore, and I think most. People, if they were smoking anything, it was probably weed. I notice it so much more now than I did like five, ten years ago because it's so rare. You wait. You know what now? I notice smokers way more now than. Oh I yeah, no, there. It's it's a uh, it's a, like shocking when you see it. Yeah. So maybe I, James I still like needs it. to update uh, their record. What is, what is it? Oh, and nothing shocking. And instead, it's now cigarette smokers are shocking. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think this, I, I'll, I'll DM Perry and, uh, we'll get him, we'll get him on the, the reprint of the cigarette smokers There's are no shocking. There's no way Dave Navarro isn't one of the guys that puts the cigarette in the headstock when they sold it. Oh, you know he is. Yeah. He might be the most guy to do that. He's he's a um yeah that that seems like definitely his thing. Yeah. What a guy. Um I saw one time I saw Perry Farrell driving a golf cart. That sounds right. Yeah. Like on I, the street? I waved. No, he was it was it was in the, you know, the back back area of Lollapalooza. Like he was just stage oh, to stage okay. bopping around. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. But him in a golf cart, you know. I've driven a golf cart at music festivals. Yeah. You're, you're, hey, stars, they're just like us. <laughs> oh, what, a, what a lucky guy. It really worked out for him. It really did. He kind of uh, struck gold doing Lollapalooza, right? Yeah. That, what a, the best, ooh, this is a better question. Better farewell tour. The 1991 Lollapalooza to today, or Kiss's last, I don't know, 15 years, or Cher's last 20 years. Oh, wow. I mean, this is, uh, how long, so, wait, the Lollapalooza farewell, 1991, did you say? Yeah, that was supposed to be a uh, goodbye to James Addiction, like, farewell tour. Mm, and then here we are. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then they're, they, how long were they out? They can't, I feel like they were back within 10 years. Uh, yeah. I want to say, I want to say like 99 or 2000 was the last touring year. And then they came back, I think in 2003 is a touring. And then I think it's been Chicago since 05 or 06. Yeah. They're, and they're still kicking it. They're hanging out. Oh yeah. Never they're around. There. 
And then if you count hey. the like South American Lollapalooza, it's literally never been bigger. That's crazy. I I mean, uh, good branding. Way to go. Yeah. Um, but um, speaking of '90s stuff, um, oh, just got tickets to see uh, the Breeders with Belly. I'm I'm excited for that one. I really I know the Belly you're seeing, but it'd be really great if it was just uh, the guys from the, the film Belly. <laughs> it was it's it's a screening before the Breeders <laughs> get on stage. The screening of the Hype Williams film Belly. Or. Belly the band plays their normal set with Belly the movie in the background. It's like a yeah no. Did you know that if you like sync up whatever that record is with the movie, it's um, it works uh you know pretty well. It's not yeah, as good as week, Dark Side, but whatever. <laughs> earlier this week, I watched uh, the first Breeders Conan appearance. And oh, that's they cool. Do, yeah, and they kind of do something similar. It was like when they were. They didn't know what the direction of the show is, so behind the breeders as they play is clips, old clips of people playing pool, like billiards. That's insane. So that's maybe why I have belly on belly on the brain. <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm I'm excited. Did you? Um, uh, I, I heard there was a new um, breeder song, and then I, I listened to it and I liked it, and I. I bought tickets to their thing, and I don't think um, there's a cooler band in the world. Did you ever listen to 2002 or three's title TK? Yeah. I think that might be my favorite Breeders record. It's really good. That does I, not I, feel I, like it's been 20 years, but but uh, Pod definitely feels like it's been 30 years. It's I I I am old um, to the point where I think anything after Last Splash is the new stuff. So it's twenty <laughs> years old, and I'm I'm a fucking old I'm an old haggard loser. The only I'm really looking forward to the Jeff Rosenstock tour. That might be the first like indoor show I'm super psyched for since the pandemic. That's how much I'm looking forward to it. I don't. I never got into him, and I have tons of people who are like he's the best. He rules, and he's I, our just, version of rock and roll. He's like okay. if you or I made it. That's fun. I I, I need to just give him a, a shot because I've never heard a bad word about the guy. He's also like a Neil Young Neil Youngian type of career where like you might feel like man, I missed the first twenty years of this dude. I'm never gonna catch up. Yes. And like, there's all, and it's like a hold study type of fan base where like they know all the words and all that bullshit. But I just super got into him last year, and I was casually listening for the last five years, and like only now am I listening to like bomb the music industry stuff and all the Scott stuff. And it might be actually a better band to like at our age than at twenty or twenty three. Okay, I could. I that's I. I need something to get into. This will be good. I'll I'll do that. I'll. I'll give uh, what's what's the starting point? Where do I where do I begin? I would start with either USA uh, or um, yeah, USA is a, I think the way to start, which I think is uh, 2018, 2019, and then um, not the most not the like brand new single, but the last full length, the one on Polyvinyl, he released it as a ska record the next year like the exact same songs, but a ska version of each song by song. Interesting. Okay. 
Yeah, it's called no. So no dream is I think maybe the best record of 2020, and then um, Ska Dream was the follow up, which was good lord. So I'm cool. I'm on his like you know he's got a yeah a lot of records in the last couple of years. I know it's overwhelming, but one of the, my favorite interviews I've ever done is with him. Okay, good guy. He's like a cool dude that you'd want to be friends with. That probably has like 50 of your mutual friends in LA. All right, I'm I'm in. I'm all in. I'll, I'll I'll give him a spin. Yeah. Also, if you were at his level, you would probably dress the same way. Okay. What is, I I don't even know what he what he's doing. A lot of tank tops and stuff like that. Oh, let me. Okay. I'll 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 just change the way I I'll, I'll dress a little bit better. All right. <laughs> I'm 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 currently wearing. Um, the uh, uh, March of the Juggalos or whatever, the the, March, nice. the Juggalos March on Washington bootleg T-shirt that I bought when I was with you. I cut the sleeves off, and it's my gym shirt. So oh, did I'm, you? I'm about to I didn't realize you were dressed exactly like him as I said that. Uh, that's very funny. I know I'm, I'm wearing, um, like, some Henry Rollins, uh, like, athletic shorts. And you're the same. You're the fucking same. You and Jim, you and Rosenstock are like the fucking same. This is great. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's the look today. Uh, yeah. So I gotta. I, I was about to head out to the gym when I when I called in for this, but I gotta. Um, yeah. I gotta go exercise in my in my Jeff Rosenstock gear. Go listen to Liar while you lift some weights. Okay, we'll do. <laughs> okay. You, Me, Them, Everybody is produced by me, Brandon Weatherby. We've been doing this since 2008. This is year 15. We have a Patreon account. Please consider donating at youmethemeverybody.com and in this podcast description. The most recent year of shows is available in iTunes and Spotify. The first 15 years, all 15 years, all 900 plus episodes are available at youmethemeverybody.com. Follow us on all the social media handles you can think of. It's at sign Y-M-T-E. Our art is by Jillian Ron, and our music is by Daniel Knox. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful day. I'll hunt the places that you've been sleeping. Friends and family I'll be keeping. Won't 